Good Monday morning. Today is November the 5th, and we are live for another Closet Conversation with Cody. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for stopping by. It is Monday, and you see, I, I'm, I'm so excited about Mondays. It's a fresh start. It's a brand new week, and it's an opportunity to meet new people, to have new experiences, and to look for opportunities to serve God. So how do you view Mondays? Because it's all about your perspective. And continuing with the idea of perspective, we've been on this kick for the last two weeks you know, with this idea of a fresh perspective. And we've covered things from, from the love of God to money to marriage to you name it. We've, we've been all over the place for the, last, for the last two weeks. And God's really been moving in this. We've covered, we've learned how to pray. We've learned just the, the witnessing. We've, we've covered a lot of different topics. So the, the prayer and the hope is that as, as we, we've continued with, with this fresh perspective that your, your viewpoint is, is literally taking a shift. You're getting a fresh viewpoint. You're looking at it like you've never seen it before. And there's, there's change that's taking place in your life. That's, that's the whole intent. That's the whole purpose of this series. So Friday, if you weren't able to tune in, we had, Christiana was on, we did a, a marriage finances, or, or, or we did a marriage, but then we talked about finances. But I told you, we're going to come back and, and deal with finances as just as an individual. And I wanted to share some things with you about finances that I believe are really going to unlock your viewpoint. I want to share this stat though, and you can go Google this. And what I, all I did was, um, what, what percentage of the Bible is about money? So, so if you want to verify, but I'm reading it straight from Google, the, listen to this. This is what we're starting off with. The Bible offers 500 verses on prayer, fewer than 500 verses on faith, and more than 2,000 verses on money. In fact, 15% of everything Jesus ever taught was on the topic of money and possessions, more than his teachings on heaven and hell combined. So we are in a vein that is very important. If we see Jesus t talking about it and teaching about it, and, and if, if this study, now granted this study was done in 2009, but has the Bible changed since then? No. Translations have come out, but the Bible hasn't changed. So, you know, maybe the translations change and, and money, they, they, they exchange money for a different thing. But you understand that 15% of everything Jesus ever taught <laughs> was on money. It's important. So the fresh perspective today is in regards to, to money and I've got I've got three different areas that I want to I want to just bless you with to really change your perspective. The first one is going to be tithe. As Christian believers as sons and daughters of God, we are called to tithe. That is that is a a rule. It, it is something that we are it's necessary to do. We are called to tithe. Look at Malachi 3:10. Malachi 3.10, it says, bring the whole tithe into the storehouse that there may be food in my house. Test me in this, says the Lord Almighty, and see it will not throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessing 
that there'll be not enough room to share it. See, the tithe came from the Old Testament. And the tithe in the Old Testament was, was grains, might have been fruit or animals. You're supposed to give the, the firstborn of the animal. The very first, the first calf, the first whatever, the first lamb, it was the firstborn because that was a way to honor God. Because if, if they didn't have that lamb or they didn't have that crop, they understood where it came from. They understood where the provision came from. They, they, they knew that God was the provider. So tithe started in Old Testament, but it was even fast forward. It's, it's, it's equivalent and apparent and necessary in the New Testament. Malachi is still Old Testament. However, let's go back and revisit it. Bring the whole tithe. Tithe is 10%, by the way. So out of 100%, you're, you're, we're required to give 10% to God. And I'm not trying to be elementary. Most of you know this, but if you don't, tithe is 10%. An offering is anything over your tithe. So for example, if I make $1,000, I'm going to give $100 to God for my tithe. Does that make sense? If I make $10,000, i am giving $1,000. It's just 10, it's 10%. Whatever you make, 500 is 50. So very easy. But bring the whole tithe, bring the 10% into the storehouse, that there may be food in my house. So we are called to bring that 10% of our income to the house of God, to the church. Now, some of you are saying, Cody, well, I don't have a home church. Or I don't have, I don't, I'm in transition. I just left a home church. Or I, whatever that looks like. Obviously, you need a church body. So if you're not in church, you need a church body. It's like, I'll give you an example. So Friday night, we had a fire. We had our fellowship of fire. And as everyone was huddled around the fire, we were all warm. The farther you get away from people and away from the fire, the colder you get. And then all of a sudden, you find yourself alone in the dark, not, know, not knowing where to go. You need a church body. So once you find that church body, you're, you're going to tie there. If you're in between, maybe you find a ministry, but it, it, it is clear. The Bible says, Malachi, bring the tithe into the storehouse. That is God's house. Te test me in this. Listen, test me in this. Test God, says the Lord Almighty, and see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessing that there'll be not enough room to store it. Proverbs 3, 9 says this, honor the Lord with your wealth, your first fruits of your crops. And here's your first point that I want to I leave you with. This, this is your fresh perspective. I want you to stop looking at tithes saying, I'm giving up 10% to God. I need that 10%. The reality is God can do more with your 10% than you can do with your 100%. God can do more with your 10% than you can do with your 100%. And yes, some of you are like, Cody, you stole that. I'm not, I didn't claim that I, I, I created it, but it's the truth. Your 10%, your, if you're making $1,000 a, a week, your $100 that you're giving to God goes a lot farther than what you could do with your $1,000. And some of you are like, well, I can't imagine that. I can't imagine giving 10%. I'm, I'm living in poverty now. Well, give. 
give. And the one the one thing I want to really change your perspective is is listen to this. You cannot outgive God, but it's going to be fun trying. Can you shift into that perspective? Can you shift into that mindset and say, you know what? I haven't been giving or I've been giving, but it hasn't been consistent because I need it. I, I'm telling you, I'm telling you from somebody that that was was a sole provider as a teacher and and, and after with, with with two kids and a wife. I, I brought home $2,200 a month. And, and you're, some of you are like, you're freaking out. Your heart's starting to palpitate. Cody's talking about money. I don't care. You need to know where I came from. But you also need to know that this is a testimony that I'm giving you. $2,200 a month with our rent being $950. Almost 50%. But we were faithful. It was the first thing that we did. It was the very first thing. We got paid. Boom. Here it is, $220 to the church. We were faithful, 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 faithful. And you know what? The crazy thing is, is that we were even, we, we were even blessed enough to be able to offer. There were people that we, we blessed with, with mission trips. It was $100. I mean, if you think about it, now we're, we're tapping into $22. We are giving $220. Another $100 is $320. You can't outgive God, but it's, it's going to be fun trying. Flip that switch in you today. Stop saying tithe is a burden. I want to try to outgive God. That's where I'm at. That's where we're at. Christian and I are at. I'm like, all right, God, we're we're just going to give it. Open hand. He will get to you what he can get through you. He will get to you what he can get through you. If you're holding on to your money like this with a closed fist, can he get any more to you? Can he get any more? There's no way. There, it, you're going to hold on to it, and you're going to have to pull it out. But if you have an open hand, if you have an open hand, and you say, God, this is this is yours right here. This is yours. I'm giving it back to you. And then all of a sudden, the windows of heaven open, and there's more. God, I see that you gave it to me. I'm giving it back to you. There's more. There's more. There's more. Try to outgive him. Do it. Try to outgive them. Stretch yourself. Stretch your faith. God will never, never leave or forsake you. And he will, well, as you saw, test them. And he'll open up the storehouses. The next thing, let's, let's go over to Hebrews 13.5. Hebrews 13.5. Keep your lives free from the love of money and be content with what you have. Because God says, Never will I leave. Never will I forsake you. Keep your lives free from the love of money. Yeah, I was I was in that that mindset, and I and I want to be transparent with you because I just told you we were making twenty two hundred dollars a month. We were able to qualify for for government assistance, and there's nothing wrong with government assistance. It, it you know as long as it is a crutch and not a wheelchair, as long as it is a it is an opportunity until you can get back up on your feet and and to make more money. But that's that's where we came from. But we were we 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 never faltered with tithing. But the the love of money, it was always it was one of those where it was like he never left us. We we always had we always had what we needed, but there wasn't the abundance that we felt like we 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 could have because God is 
our Father, and He's our provider. He's our Jehovah Jireh. He'll provide every single thing that we need. But it was it was the point where money was it was it was a it was a worry, a burden, and you felt like you could never escape it. And I was always chasing it. I was always chasing after money. I'm like, all right, so I got to do this. I got to go hustle in the summer. I've got to go find a, a side job. I've got to go do this. I've got to go mow some grass to make extra money just so we can put some money in our savings account so we can buy a house one day. And I was chasing it. I was chasing after it hard with everything I had. And then one day, it was probably 10, 12 months ago, there was a light switch it flipped in me. It was a different perspective. And here's your second perspective shift for money. Remember, the first one is you can't outgive God, but it's going to be fun trying. Your second perspective shift is stop chasing money and let money chase you. Stop chasing money and let money chase you. Money will find you. Again, if you have your open hand and you let it go, you let it go, give it back to God. And, and really go above and beyond so you have your tithe, but do offer. You see somebody that needs something, a need seen as an assignment given. Go and, and, and bless other people. The more people that you bless, the more you will be blessed. And I'm not talking about God blessing you because you're doing something. I'm talking about you just being blessed in general because you know that you're able to provide a, a blessing to somebody else. And that's only because God gave you. He provided that money to you. So stop chasing money and let money chase you. Money will find you. Money is coming to you right now. You just, sometimes it gets, it gets held up in the atmosphere. Sometimes it gets held up in the spiritual realm, but money, think about it. Think about it. And I know some of you could, could testify right now in the comment section where you're saying, Cody, I can testify for, for God right now that, that there was a time that I needed an X amount of money and I didn't know where it was going to come from. And God, boom, he brought it. If you have that testimony, will you please share it in the comment section? Because I know some of you have been there. I know it. Maybe it was an insurance payment. Maybe it was whatever it looks like. And you, you, you had a blessing from God that, that money found you right when it needed to. Mission trip. I, I heard a story yesterday. There was a, a guy that's going, well, his daughter is going to a, on a mission trip to Haiti, and he took this quilt up to an auction house. Now, this is God. This is money finding you. Took this quilt up to an auction house, and it was just a quilt. It was, it was made by one of the ladies at our church. It was just a regular quilt, nothing special. But, but she went up to the auctioneer and said, listen, can you auction this off for me? Even if it's 50 bucks, <laughs> even if it's 50 bucks, it's still going to be more than I have. And so the auctioneer gets up there and says, this is what this girl's doing. She's going to Haiti to love on orphans and to rebuild buildings and just to serve Jesus. Do you know that she raised $700 that night? $700 at an auction house. Can you imagine? God loves you, and he will always provide for you, always. So stop chasing money and let money chase you. Now, third point that I want to talk about with money, and this is our, our, our third perspective. 
money is a seed. Money is a seed. So what I mean by that is if we look at, and we've talked about Galatians 6 before, and, and we've talked about the seed and how important it is. But if you can view money as a seed, because right now we view money, we, we, we view money as, it, it's, just, it's just money. It's, it, that's, it, we view it as, oh, it's a 20. Oh, I got 20. I got five. It, it, it's paper. They make more of this every day at the treasury. Every day. They make more of it. They just print it. If we can understand that money is a seed, this is a $5 seed. What can I do with this seed? I can find a fertile ground to plant it in. You may see someone on the side of the road that says, help family in need. And you could take this $5, my goodness, and you could sow it into that person and say, listen, you may be going through a tough time and you may be in need and you may not be in need, but I want to tell you about a loving savior that died on a cross for you so that you don't have to spend an eternity in hell. Do you know him? Do you know Jesus? $5 seed. You may have five twenties. You may have five twenties in your possession. It's $100. You have 100 seeds that you can plant. This is $100 that you could sow into a missionary somewhere. And see, what is going to happen when you take this $100? Yes, could I spend this $100 on something that I want? Can I take my wife out to a nice restaurant? Could I go and buy my kids Christmas presents? Absolutely. But... But what happens when I sow this in fertile ground? When I sow it in fertile ground, when I sow it into a missionary, when I sow it into a family in need, when I sow it into the kingdom of God, what's going to happen? It is going to multiply. Seeds grow. Seeds grow. And now more money is going to come out of this $100. More money. $5 for someone's salvation. Can you imagine? Could you imagine? $5. Cody, I can go buy a foot long. I could go buy a sub from Subway. Not anymore. You can't. You could. But you could have you could have a conversation about eternity with somebody for $5. Money is a seed. Money is a seed. Galatians 6-7. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever one sows, he will also reap. If you sow sparingly, you will reap sparingly. If you sow abundantly, you will reap abundantly. The more seed you cast out in the field, the more crop that has the opportunity to grow. But if I'm over here taking a little handful of seeds and just scattering it, how much can you really expect? Or if I just say get a handful and just say, God, I'm throwing seed out, you water it and make it grow. If we can grasp those three things, stop chasing money, let money chase you. You cannot give God, but it's going to be fun trying. And money is a seed. If you can grasp those three things today, start walking in it, start chewing on it, start thinking on it. This is money is is 
it, it, it's, it's a tool. That's it. That's all money is. It's, it's a tool. It's an opportunity for you to use it. It comes from God. You have to understand that your finances, your, your money, it all comes from your heavenly father who loves you very much. If you can grasp that and realize that you're not in control, realize that some months are going to be leaner. But once you get into that routine, once you get into that, that, that mindset of, I need to give back to God because it's only because of him that he's given to me. And yes, you may say, Cody, well, there's wealthy people out there that don't know God, that, that don't, that are, are atheists that are so far from God. I, I understand that. And, and you, you have to understand that the, the favor of the Lord was probably on them. And that if they, you see the op in the kingdom, it's, it's the opposite. It's the, 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 you have a positive and a negative. You, you see, you have the, you have the, the, the blessings and the prosperity. But but the opposite is you have a giver, but then you have someone that, that that will hold on to it, right? It's the opposite, right? The giver, and, and then you have greedy, give and greed. It's the there's it's the opposite principle in the kingdom. So if you if you have the gift, and 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 what I'm trying to say, I'm not being clear. What I'm trying to say is, I have the gift of encouragement. What is the opposite of encouragement? Well, tearing down, just berating somebody with my speech. And you can ask my wife. I was I was guilty of that. But if you can figure out that the opposite of greed is giving. If you were greedy, if you're a greedy person, give. Give it all away. And if you are, if you are giving, you're not going to have to worry about greed because it's not going to creep into your life. You're going to give it all away. You understand where it comes from. I'm rambling. So I'm coming to an end. I didn't see any any testimonies. Share a testimony if if of of a time that God just provided for your needs. Share a testimony in the comments because you're going to build someone else's faith. It may take you a couple minutes to type it up. You may be driving, pull over. You may be building someone's faith. You may be you may be the key that unlocks someone else's viewpoint, someone else's perspective to money. So if you need help with finances, you, you have questions about how to budget, what it looks like, reach out to me. Like this, that's how my brain works. That's, it, it just functions with numbers. So if you need help with, with budgeting or finances, I, I'd be honored to sit down with you. I'm not going to charge you anything. The more people, the more people that we can help, my wife and I can help get on track with their finances the more people that are going to be giving to the kingdom, which means the kingdom is going to be expanded that much quicker. Do you understand that? So that's where my heart is. If you need help with finances, send me a private message. I'll reach out to you. Let's close in prayer, get you on your way to start your day. Father, we thank you so much for your wonderful, for our wonderful time together with you this morning. Lord, we thank you for this message on finances, and I could probably spend another day on it, Lord, because I didn't even touch on things that I needed to touch on. Father, we just pray that you would give us this fresh perspective, Lord, that we learn today. Father, that 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 money, you will, you will get to us what you can get through us. Lord, help us have an open hand today. Help us, help us bless people today look help us see opportunities to plant seeds lord into other people's lives father that will bring a harvest that will bring forth a great harvest 
Father, we, 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 we acknowledge that you're the provider for us. And we thank you. We thank you for being a wonderful Jehovah Jireh. We thank you for, for the monies that you're bringing in today. We thank you for the blessings that you're bringing into our lives today. We thank you for your faithfulness. Father, when we are not faithful, you are faithful. So we thank you for that. Lord, we just we ask for forgiveness of our sins, and we thank you for the Holy Spirit. We thank you that your mercies are new every morning. And Father, we thank you for going ahead of us today. Lord, we take the full armor of God and we put it on as we prepare for battle. And Lord, we just we ask that you bless this message and, and let it take root into our hearts. It's in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. Have a wonderful Monday. Chew on this. Go back and listen to it. It's going to be on the podcast. It's going to be on the YouTube channel. Go back and listen to it. I know I'm going to. I've got a lot of driving today. So go back and listen to it. I love you guys. Have a wonderful day.